0: What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good
1: food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty, Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends.
0: Hello, friends and everybody. Welcome to episode number 179 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I sure do appreciate you listening in and tuning in, downloading, however you're listening. Thank you so much. Pharmacist, personal chef, barbecue cook. My guest this week wears many hats. Currently based in Houston, Texas, Eric Dalton is an Orlando, Florida native with big plans for turning his passion for barbecue into a career. When Eric isn't working at his job as a pharmacist, the man behind At Dalton Eats is busy providing catering services, dipping his foot into the competitive cooking scene, and cooking on his Canadian-made barrel boss Q smokers. The first of what I think will be many conversations with Eric is coming right up. But first, have you heard about the best sauce on the planet? Folks, let me tell you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q. It was recently named the 2021 best sauce on the planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest. Sticky Fix will be your new go-to. Perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything. From quick-grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Montley Q are mainstays on the Canadian com- competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all their products. Plus, they're just wonderful people. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs, too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high quality flavor to all barbecue dishes from beef chicken and pork to wild game and vegetables. They've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit them at motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E.ca to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the eat more barbecue podcast can use the discount code eat more Q to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at motleyq.ca. Welcome back, everybody. Another uh, episode of the podcast. And my guest tonight uh, via Zoom, coming from one of my favorite towns to visit. He's a pharmacist, a personal chef, chef, sorry, and a heck of a good-looking barbecue cook. Eric Dalton uh, at Dalton underscore eats is my guest here. Eric, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, connected on Instagram there, uh, I guess, last week or the week before, and uh, mm-hmm. you got some great-looking stuff going on there we want to get into. But uh question I ask everybody first up is, uh, what does barbecue mean to you?
1: Oh, man, that's... Uh that's a that's a very learned question for me. Uh barbecue for me has always been kind of like a passion. Yep. Um really only got into it over the last year and a half, you know, with the ability to actually have smokers, you know, living in that. Nashville and Orlando and stuff like that. I used to live in apartments. So I never really had to that. Right. And now since obtaining these smokers, you know, it's, it's a way to connect with people in a variety of different settings, whether that's in person, uh, catering, Mm -hmm. um, or even in the online community, specifically like the Canadian community has been very welcoming uh, of me, which has been honestly a great thing. I feel like I've made a lot of connections throughout the U.S. and other countries That's through awesome. barbecue, which is
0: nice. That's wonderful. Yeah, the the barbecue family spreads uh, spreads far and wide, right? Absolutely
1: so, everywhere.
0: Yeah. So you're uh, you're in Houston now. a uh, Houston home for you, or you mentioned a couple other uh, places there. So, what's your where you yeah, where did so, you grow up?
1: So I grew up in uh, Orlando, Florida. Okay. Uh, was there for about 24 years. Uh, moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Another. Nice. Barbecue state more yeah, Memphis than Nashville. Yep. Uh, but moved there when my wife, who's also a pharmacist, got into pharmacy school, and okay. then I completed my pharmacy training. And then uh, pharmacy once again took us to Houston. Right we on. both did residencies in Houston, and that's obviously where you know the barbecue kind of took off. Yeah, no doubt. Um, as far as future plans, we'll probably be here for at least at least three years, yeah. but the way that my business is kind of growing down here and, you know, my connections with the barbecue meat community, I feel like it might just be solidified to stay here.
0: Who knows where you end up, right? To stay in there. Absolutely. Awesome. And uh, as you mentioned, a pharmacist and uh, looking at your uh, Instagram also mentions personal chef uh, and you talked, you said something about catering there. So you doing some of that on the side a little?
1: Yeah. So I actually do kind of have like a small, uh, side business. Okay. So, you know, I offer everything from uh, full-size caterings. I've done bachelor parties. I've done poker tournaments, nice. uh wedding planned in February that I'll be doing. Awesome. Um, and then I also do, you know, just meals to order. So, right. you know, I do food prep for people depending on what they're looking for. And then I have an, a menu that people can order from and ranges from your traditional barbecue to my own version of a lot of those different barbecue items too. Right on. I know, uh, up here to
0: get into something along that side of the catering, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of red tape, a lot of hoops. What's the, what's the kind of situation down there? How, how easy or not yeah. easy
1: is it to get into something like that down there? Um, so it's, it's still interesting. It's probably not nearly as bad as up there. Yeah. Um for down here it's you really just need a food handling certificate. Okay. Um to cater for um like individuals and people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now if I were to start catering for small businesses or businesses in general, then it becomes a little bit more of like a red tape process right. which I'm starting to kind of venture into that process, so okay. I've had to research a lot more mm-hmm. but Looking into it to try to, you know, solidify some of those details. But overall, there hasn't been a whole lot of trouble to be able to do it freely no, for good. the most part.
0: Yeah. The big thing up here for to do any of that sort of stuff is uh, having access to a commercial kitchen, which uh, is, it can be a little tricky. So, yeah. Uh, and
1: that's it, kind of falls along the same lines down yeah. here okay. to a certain extent. Yeah. So,
0: right on. Right on. So, where does the, uh, the food inspiration, the cooking inspiration come from
1: for you? So I actually have essentially always been into cooking. Um, I've been, you know, gone through different walks of life, whether that be, you know, being extremely fit, working out to where, you know, meal prep was an essential part of my okay. lifestyle. Okay, um, And then I kind of just took that passion and continued to grow and, you know, took basic recipes and started to experiment with them. Nice doing a variety of different things whether that's you know like classic you know cooking styles and then putting like my own spin on it or inspiration on it um and as far as the barbecue that was just really due to availability of me being able to have a smoker given you know my living
0: yeah
1: circumstances that has always been the long-term plan and it's uh it's taken off a little bit more than I anticipated, good, good, good. or at least my wife would say, based off of yeah. the amount of smokers I own. Uh,
0: it uh, it can uh, snowball pretty quick, huh? Eh?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and we know uh, I was kind of introduced to you through our uh, mutual friendship with Barrel Boss Q. We can talk about that in a bit. Uh, talk about talk about some of the other grills you've got going on there. It sounds like a, a collection. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, um, I currently have six, nice. um, one is more of like a for player for travel, but I own, uh, two barrel bosses. I yeah. own a competition queue and a true North. Yep. Those are kind of my workhorses for pretty much all my proteins. Yep. Um, and then I own, uh, Three Traegers soon to be two because I'm actually selling one to a friend, but I own a Pro 575 and then a Timberline 1300, and those are for a lot of like my um, sides and stuff. You know, whether that's cornbread, desserts, and stuff like that, where I want to introduce, you know, some of the smoke flavor, but I don't want it to be the same amount that I would get from the barrels. Yeah, absolutely. And then I also have a PK grill. Yep. That one I kind of more recently got, and that's pretty much my searing machine yeah. I, I use that to sear everything under the sun yeah. if, you know if i want that good crust that's what it's there for yeah
0: they're a uh, heck of a heck of a solid little units those pks i've uh, haven't uh, cooked on one but i've uh, had the chance to kind of look at one and check it out and uh, they're uh nice little cookers
1: Oh yeah. It uh that was probably the first time that I was actually a little concerned for starting my house on fire the other <laughs> night when I was cooking for Thanksgiving when yep. I threw my uh prime rib ribeye on nice. or prime rib roast and yep. it lit the whole cast iron on fire. Yep. <laughs> it was a little concerning there.
0: Yeah. we wheel it away from the house a little bit, eh? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I was I was actually looking at that prime rib. It looked amazing. So that's uh thank you
1: yeah it one was of
0: my uh, favorite things just cook it in the cast iron or would you
1: so i uh smoked it on the so i did a smoke in reverse here ah, okay. so i smoked yeah. it on the true north yep. for probably about two and a half inch hours until it was at like 1 15 internal and then yep. i got that pk literally as hot as i could get it and Sear it seared up. it on all sides for about 30 seconds Yep, nice. came out perfect
0: yeah it looked amazing i like uh usually do i've got uh, rotisserie for my weber kettle so I like to do the prime yeah. do the prime rib on there. It just keeps it nice and keeps all the juices in it because it, it's always moving, so the juices don't have a oh, absolutely chance to go anywhere. So <laughs> nice stuff. Uh, well, oh, let's yes. uh, let's talk about the barrel boss queue. How did the kind of the uh, sponsorship, I guess you could say, uh, how, sure. did, how did that kind of come to be?
1: Yeah, so I'll kind of you know start with how. I kind of came across Barrel Boss cuz you know that's kind of weird being all the way in Little Houston bit, yep. and finding a Canadian barrel <laughs> company. So my first introduction into barrel smokers was actually Pit Barrel which yep. is a US based company. Sure yeah. And loved it, mm-hmm. loved the idea of it. I just kind of quickly grew out of it. You know, I didn't have the same functionality, wasn't the same size. You, it was more of like a beginner's version okay, of a barrel, yeah, yeah. which was great. Um, and then, you know, one of my, you know, being a part of the online community with barrel bot or with uh, social media, I, yeah. you know, had a mutual friend who had also gotten a barrel boss. And nice. I was kind of asking him about it and yeah. he loved it. And so, you know, I reach out to barrel boss at that time. And I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, I'm really interested in getting one of these barrels. I've heard great things. They look fantastic. They mm-hmm. cook great food. Um, a couple months later, finally was able to purchase one, nice. got it shipped down. That was actually my, uh, competition queue, okay, yeah. uh, which is like my, just my full army green color. Nice. Um, that was the official first barrel in the U S yep. um, absolutely loved it and realized at that point that I was like, I need another one. <laughs> um, and obviously You know, throughout this process, you know, Troy and Kelly and I have kind of talked about Mm -hmm. their difficulties and their struggle getting into the U.S. And really due to shipping, like the shipping costs on here are outlandish. Mm -hmm. Um, So being in Houston, you know, I'm connected to a variety of different barbecue communities and grill shops and stuff like that. And I hooked them up with a distributor. Um, They reached out. We're still in the process of trying to figure out where that's exactly going. Um, But in the meantime, you know, I'm still reaching out to other companies, hopefully, you know, getting shipping avenues. um, And kind of working with them in regards to how we can get the barrels down here because, you know, obviously the product is great um but then the customization i think is what probably sets them apart um, among many other things um because you know us down here we like our very obnoxious sports teams and i'm (laughs) sure everyone would go crazy about having a very customized barrel So the sponsorship really just came about between, you know, me helping promote the product and then Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, getting our foot or getting their foot in the door to get it down into the U S. And then now I am just got my second barrel, I think, Friday yep. before Thanksgiving. Nice. So it actually worked out perfectly with all the orders and cooks that I had to do for that day.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I've uh, I work on the trucking business, so I've actually have been talking with them a little bit about uh the trucking uh transport down to Houston. So Yes. So well, hopefully we can uh maybe we'll be working together on a different side of things here. So
1: you know, I I really hope so. I think yep. honestly, I think once you get it down here, I think yeah. it'll honestly sell itself. It's yeah especially here in Houston, you know, everyone wants something that's going to stand out and those will stand out more than anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We've uh, the company I work for. We've got a terminal there in Houston, so it's a, a good fit that way. So that's, Yes, uh, absolutely. That's what gets me down there every, uh, it's been a couple of years now, obviously, but I uh, used to get down there at least once a year and uh, do some of the barbecue runs and stuff. So Oh yeah. Have you plenty, uh, plenty
1: of places oh, they yeah. are always popping up and
0: yeah, Have you had much chance uh, since you've been in Houston to do a little uh, barbecue traveling around uh, the area? Not
1: as, unfortunately, not as much as I would like to. Um, You know, during residency, it was very, very busy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Barely found the time to cook myself, Uh, but I did find a couple places. Um, I went to uh, Black, Terry Black's in Austin. Austin, Yep. Absolutely phenomenal. Great barbecue beef ribs brisket pork ribs everything was great yeah and then i also went to uh truth barbecue here in houston and i think they were rated number three on right, texas like yeah, top they were, 50 yeah they're right in there so and they're also oh, fantastic amazing. and they're they're more of like a modern looking yeah. um barbecue place it's yeah. a very big facility i want to say they have like four or five thousand yeah. gallon offset smokers yeah, so they're pumping out massive amounts
0: yeah i haven't been to the new one uh, that one is uh the one in houston is new for them since i've been down there mm-hmm. but uh, one of my previous trips i went to their uh, original location in brenham and uh yeah, yeah yeah amazing amazing stuff so
1: yeah and there's there's a couple of things yeah, that yeah. are on the list just have to get around to it yeah
0: do the uh do yourself a favor and get up early one friday uh saturday morning and head out to snows in lexington
1: that's actually of yeah. all the places that I want to go to in Texas. That is, that's yeah. at the top of the list.
0: Yeah, the lineups are cra- crazy now. But uh, when I was down there, it was about three, four years ago. I got in there about seven or eight in the morning. I was still able to eat. But I think now you got to almost camp out overnight. So
1: yeah, I think it's like. 3 three thirty or something yeah. that they tell yeah. you to get there which is crazy
0: yeah the experience is something else so it's uh pretty amazing oh you, absolutely so, yeah got my picture with tootsie and all that good stuff so uh... that's
1: that's what it's all about that's
0: right yep yeah. awesome and then uh looks like you're also we're doing some work with another uh company barbecue rubdown
1: yeah so uh he is a local houston okay. he kind of grew up uh his name is travis weaver he's actually the owner yeah uh, grew up in, you know, Houston, Texas, well, smaller city outside of Houston, but has lived in Houston for a very long time now. Yeah. Uh, he's, this is actually not, this whole uh, barbecue down spice company is, was not his initial job. He owns actually a small, like, I'd almost call it like a men's boutique you know, okay. that sells like really eclectic, like oh. men's leather products okay. and cocktail stuff. And it's just yeah. a really cool shop. Yeah, yeah. And with the start of COVID, obviously, you know, there's not as many people shopping and he wanted to develop a more of a unique dry rub that he felt was super flavorful um, and kind of a piggyback based off that. Mm -hmm. His is kind of unique in the context that he has this whole two-step process. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I was going to ask you about that.
1: Yeah. So his step one, you use either the base coat or the good old Texas, which is kind of like a SPG blend. Right. Yeah. You let it rest for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and it kind of draws some of the moisture out and it creates your own binder. So you don't right. have to use mustard, mayo, hot sauce, barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. Um, and then on top of that, it forces people to leave their meat out for 15 minutes so that it's somewhat at room temperature by yep. the time you cook it. Yeah. Um, and then all of his step twos, uh, you just put right on top and okay. all low sodium so you can pile it on and you're not going to overseason your food by any means. Nice. Um, and I've now been using his product. It's going on about a year now. I actually got introduced to his product um, through one of the barbecue shops that will hopefully be picking up Barrel Boss as one okay. of their uh, smokers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Texas Star Grill Shop. They're a huge company down here. Um, But they connected me with the dry rub. I've reached out to Travis and now we've, we go back and forth. Uh, You know, he's helped me with some of my competitions. You know, he's been a big, you know, influence and help with my growth and development along the way, introducing me to people along the way. So great, great dry rub company. And honestly, even better. Even better owner than right. what the company already is, which yeah. is great.
0: Yep. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County Barbecue, who is bringing authentic North Carolina style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada. Based out of Edmonton with the ability to travel, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom built cooker designed by owner and pit master Peter Zakuski. Specializing in corporate catering and private events, Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Check out their recent web series, Friends of the Pit on YouTube and follow them on Instagram and Facebook to book your event, visit their website at Pitt County That's P I County, bbq.com. You mentioned competition there. What have you been, uh, been doing a little, uh, on that side of things?
1: Yeah. So I've done, I've done some more non-traditional ones down here. Okay. Um, I, I'm not like the biggest fan of like your traditional steak competitions where you, you know, Mm. everyone has to cook the steak the same way, you know, you really can't venture outside the (laughs) tradition, which is, you know, I totally understand it. Um, I've done a couple which were kind of like an open range, like you could cook Mm -hmm. whatever you wanted as long as it fit on a plate. Right. Okay. Um, You know, I've done you know, my own versions of things, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's, you know, your traditional tomahawk, your cornbreads and stuff like that. So the last one I did, I did this whole Southwestern inspired. It's probably like a two and a half foot long display board with everything from pork belly, burnt ends to lobster, to, uh, scallops, steak, mac and cheese. I even had some cocktails on the board. Um, so, that Was that I would say was one of the more fun ones, mm-hmm. but now I'm in the process of I'll be trying to sign up for one competition a month with okay. the plans of doing. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay. got you back. Yeah, um, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in one of those aluminum shooting houses. Uh, yep. called, oh, sir, is not the yeah, <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, so I'll be signing up hopefully for a competition every month with yeah. the hope to do in the Houston Rodeo in yeah. 2022.
0: Absolutely, awesome. Well, if you're ever interested in uh, talking to somebody, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Bill Purvis. Uh, he's out. He's up. Yeah, I think he's up in the Woodlands there in the Houston area. Uh, Chicken Fried Barbecue is his company. He's got a a fantastic rub. You should check it out. Uh, yeah, absolutely,
1: I'm always I'm always looking for new products.
0: Yeah, and Bill's a, Bill's a great guy. He's uh, he was one of the top KCBS teams in the states in the u in the whole US oh, wow. this past year and he's also involved with the uh champions barbecue alliance so oh wow great guy so he's,
1: he's a good person to connect with.
0: he is yeah i can uh i can put you in touch he's a great and just a great Absolutely. guy him and i worked in the Absolutely. same uh we worked in the same industry until recently so kind of got to know him that way so uh, yeah yeah awesome. good uh good guy good uh good resource to talk to so yeah that's awesome yeah i just uh this past summer got into the competition side of things uh with the uh, joined a team and we did three, uh, three KCBS competitions. So it's, uh,
1: How, how'd you like it? It was it's, it's great fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 see the struggle with, I'm you know, I've always been, a since I started this process, you know, I do everything myself. So, you know, the last mm. couple of competitions I did, I had a partner who was actually my brother-in-law yep. and it was hard to like, kind of give up the reins to be like, all right, you do this, you do mm. this. Cause you know, I do every, I'm, a, I'm a one-man show right yeah, now. Yeah. I make it work, but yeah. it's quickly getting to the point where that's not going to be feasible anymore. Yeah,
0: especially when you're doing something like a KCBS or a CBA where you got the four meats that you got to get. You got that tight turn-in windows. It's uh, tough to do on your own. Yeah. You need a, good to have a bit of a crew with you. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I figured that out on uh, Thanksgiving when I was cooking <laughs> the sheer amount of food that I was cooking, and yeah. it was just nonstop for 8 to 10 hours.
0: Crazy, crazy. Uh, Your Instagram bio also uh, mentions, and I see you lifting a glass there, a bourbon enthusiast.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So it's, I like to call myself a bourbon connoisseur. Okay. uh, But it's just a fancy way of saying, you know, (laughs) really into the bourbons. Um, So I... I want to say I kind of got more into bourbon and whiskey and scotch when I lived in Nashville. Okay, um, you know, I had lots of friends who were you know into that. Introduced me to some of the bigger companies, and mm. I would not like to say how many bottles I have. Yeah. But, you know, it's probably a little less than most people. It's probably sure. about like fifty to seventy-five. Yeah, you're but, doing okay, yeah. You know, they're they're it's you know it's a lower amount than some people, oh, yeah. but I I think part of it is similar to barbecue. It's you know, it's about connecting with people and, you know, yeah. sharing a good experience. I honestly think that half the reason that I have all of those is like, you know, when friends come over back, like, you have to try this or yep. this or this and see what you like. And, yeah. and for me, that's that's what it's all about is like connecting with people, having that social aspect. And mm. let's let's be honest, barbecue and bourbon is the best way to yeah, do they, that
0: uh, they do go well together. <laughs>
1: Yes they do. Yeah,
0: I uh I tried for years and years to be a scotch guy and I just couldn't uh couldn't ever get the find the get a taste for it and then uh stumbled into bourbon and uh been slowly growing my collection. I'm not quite where you are at yet, but uh we yeah. all we don't have we don't get the same selection up here either. It's uh
1: That is true. Yes, yeah. that is true. Yeah, there, there are some scotches I I think you could, I you would, might like cuz I'm not like the biggest scotch fan as a whole but there's a couple that are like my tried and true
0: yeah yeah and yeah i every now and then you'd find one that i guess i could say i didn't mind but uh bourbon i'm finding far more consistently i enjoy it so oh
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah
0: build i'm built slowly building a nice little collection so
1: that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. you're not going to be able to drink it faster than you collect.
0: it. No. I mean, you can see over my shoulder. That's my wife's part of my wife's gin collection, uh, up on the shelf in the stairs okay. there. So
1: I think I see some Hendricks up there.
0: Uh, yeah, there's uh yeah, she's a couple different Hendricks. So yeah, she's uh she's the gin drinker. I'm the bourbon one. So
1: good combination. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Uh, so what's, uh, kind of what's, what's next for, uh, Dalton eats, uh,
1: Sure. What's what's yeah. the
0: so, what's the long term, or do you have a long term? You just
1: running it absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, as of right now, you know it's you know I'm growing my business, the side business, whether that's catering, meal prep. I'm I'm trying to put my hands in a variety of different avenues to mm-hmm. see. You know, what's lucrative, but then also what's something I enjoy. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing is I don't want it to be something that I get burnt out with. Yeah. You know, I don't want it to get to the point where I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the beef jerky business for a while. I was okay. doing that and I quickly grew out of that. I realized I did not enjoy it yeah. and I don't want to go down that same avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the catering. I want to do obviously some barbecue competitions, yeah. the ultimate long-term goal, which still in the works and still it's a plan is to actually do a barbecue trailer. Uh, yep. uh, I want to do, you know, anywhere between an 18 to 25 foot trailer yep. where, you know, maybe eight to 12 feet of it is, um, Cup space kitchen Mm -hmm. um sink and all of that and then the other half is covered um even has some awnings i'll fold out and then you know have the smokers on the back you know obviously you're going to have some barrel bosses right on a couple triggers and a pk you know i I like to venture out outside of one smoker there's no reason why we can't just use them all oh no absolutely Um, Uh,
0: each has its uh has its place and it's uh
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yes. Um, and eventually the turn, the hopes is to do the barbecue full time and nice. then be a part-time pharmacist, which go. is kind of ironic considering yeah. I spent the better part <laughs> of a decade to get my degree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to put the farm D before or after my name. Sure. But yeah. bar- barbecue is, is honestly my true passion. And a lot of people will say that, Yep. You know, when they talk to me, they're like, you know, you love the field of pharmacy, you love helping people, but yeah. they're like, nothing sounds as exciting as when you're talking about barbecue.
0: Yeah, you can uh, you can tell, right? It, it certainly comes through that it's, uh, as you said, a passion for you. So that's awesome. Great. Uh, tell folks where the best place to find you, try get a hold of you, Instagram, I'm guessing, uh, at Dalton underscore Eats
1: yep also uh facebook is the same thing i think it's uh dalton underscore eats uh slowly working my way into youtube not quite there yet Yep. sticking with the instagram for now but uh i do have a youtube dalton eats as well all right uh but that one that one will be growing hopefully in the future
0: yeah it's a tricky one that's uh doing doing the video uh, just a whole other time commitment i found so
1: Yes. Yes. I realize taking pictures and doing short videos and reels is a lot yeah. simpler than making like a 10 to 15 minute
0: yeah. video. Yeah, it's a different, a uh, whole different animal. Well, that's awesome, Eric. Uh, again, thanks so much. It's, uh, getting close to 11, 11 PM for you down there. So I appreciate you taking, uh, time after, uh, after a long day at work. Uh, the last question I ask everybody is, uh, it's dinner time. You got the barrel boss fired up. What's, uh, what's the go-to for you?
1: Oh, uh so honestly if if it was me firing it up and getting it going it would probably be a smoke uh smoked and reverse seared ribeye steak. I nice. feel like that's something like you really can't beat yep. other than that. Nice. Hey, tough to go wrong. Any uh any steak
0: really uh, any steak with a <laughs> bit of smoke on it is a good way to go. Oh,
1: absolutely. And Completely agree.
0: And what's the uh what's the the bourbon of choice to go with that?
1: Ooh. So I want to say Woodford, uh, Woodford Reserve, and yep. Old Forester are probably my two uh, favorite brands. Okay. Uh, Woodford, Woodford Reserve, double oak. Yeah, I got
0: a bottle of that. Fantastic
1: that. bourbon. Yep. Got you know like hints of sweet and stuff like that, and then uh, Old Forester, mm-hmm. uh, either nineteen ten or nineteen twenty, feel like it's very underrated. Yep. Readily available, and it's it's also another fantastic bourbon.
0: Awesome. Well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do this again. We'll uh, we'll just talk some bourbon here. So.
1: You know, I can probably speak about that just as long. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, Eric, thank uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, uh, Great to see you representing the Barrel Boss uh, family down there, and uh, hopefully, uh, as things start opening up, I can get back down there for work, and uh, we can uh, get together for some barbecue or something.
1: Yes, please do. All
0: right, on. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. Absolutely. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the, it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their talent, cooking talents to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at that next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Men of Barbecue 2022 calendar that Barrel Boss and some of the finest in the Canadian barbecue community have joined forces to create and raise funds for the Canadian Cancer Society. This past weekend in Regina saw the final event on the Canadian competition calendar go down. It was the inaugural Agribition Supreme Barbecue 14 teams fired up the grills and smokers, and unfortunately, the weather cooperated, and it wasn't nearly as cold as it had the potential to be. After a two-plus year absence from the competition circuit, Saskatchewan's own Arrowhead North team made a triumphant return by walking away with the GC title. Calgary's Smell-A-Q took the RGC award with event organizer Rob Reinhart's Prairie Smoke and Spice BBQ team taking third place. Our Double Aces Backyard Barbecue team uh, didn't make the trip for this one. However, our head cook, Andrew, was a guest cook on Brian Misko's House of Q team and helped them to a 10th place finish overall. Since uh, my guest this week is in Texas, I thought we'd take a quick look at the competition races down that way. The Champions Barbecue Alliance still has events running through December uh, right up to the 17th, and the Team of the Year race sees first-class BBQ leading the way with bighorn cookers in second place and natural-born grillers in third. Over in the IBCA uh, circuit, the 2021 Cook of the Year race has been wrapped up, and Gonzalez Family Barbecue finished the season on top, followed by Flying G Barbecue and Limp Brisket Barbecue. One quick barbecue restaurant note to mention: the fabled Franklin Barbecue made its long-awaited return to full service on November 23rd after close to two years as a takeout-only operation. I had the pleasure of experiencing the Franklin lineup a few years back and it is absolutely one of those things that any barbecue fan should try and experience at least once. Great to see them back at full operation. Thanks for listening in everyone. Please drop me a line to let me know what you think about the changes to the show. You can follow Eat More Barbecue on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're using and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out there and show your local barbecue joint some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week. Keep on smoking.